transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Want to start here? Wouldn't have ever We're doing the stocks. Don't ever rise here. I live in Florida. to start here getting the beverage doing doing the stuffs a little beverageio a little inspirado you know inspirado. open up the mind <laughs> time to expand your horizons welcome to matinee edition <laughs> the thing for news that you may have heard of may have not <laughs> man uh man, small banter actually, and shit posting you know <laughs> actually i got something we can talk about right off the bat uh I, I messaged you about this earlier in the week, but Oatly finally finally sent us a message on that Instagram. Was fucking nuts! <laughs> <laughs> I was I, blown away. I kid you not, hot dogs. That was that was fucking that was a, a highlight of the week. Honestly, I was just uh, you know randomly trying to get their attention, and they and it got it a little bit. So we'll uh, actually have to contact uh, whoever's in charge of the Oatly the Oatly campaigns there. Papa Oat. Papa Oat, and see if he can squeeze us out some uh, that oat milk. There you go. And uh, you know, anyways, I thought that was really cool, man. That, that's a testament to like one how we continue to keep this thing growing, and two Big hot dogs. How the hot dogs keep listening. So there you go. Soon we'll have hot. Uh, we'll be boiling hot dogs in oat milk. So ooh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Just not the start. I wanted to uh, do uh, Lucas's video game minute. This happens every once in a while. Uh, I've been playing. You're on the clock. No, I'm on just... the clock. Start timer. Now I've been playing Watch Dogs Legion, and um, it takes. Uh, it's a game that takes place in near future London, where essentially an operating system has been devised to help run a city, and you play as a member of a like anonymous esque hacking group, hacking your way through the city post this big terrorist attack that was orchestrated by essentially a, uh, a private militia and a gang in order to dip England back into fascism and oh. impose a fascist regime. And it is so satirical of what we've seen the past four years in America. Really? It's amazing. <laughs> so what it's, do you, you just go around, you just go around uh, breaking into shit. Yeah. Breaking into shit and like, taking like exposing all this fucking malicious war crimes <laughs> and and finding all the politicians that were in on it before Damn. and I, I started playing it right after the riots Damn. and i was like holy shit man this is wild <laughs> it was this it was this crazy like weirdly self-referential sometimes humorous but like really on point for what we were going through and i feel like i got a shout out if you have not if you have a next-gen console hot dog Watch Dogs Legion is worth checking out because it's so it's number one fucking fun. Nice. But there's also like this weird kind of depth to it. Cool, man. So, uh, mm-hmm. and did it did it come out just like re- came like out, just the- I think a couple months ago. Okay. In late November or something. But I didn't I didn't get around to it just then. I was playing Assassin's Creed at the time. But that was that game was fucking fun. Next up, I'm playing uh 
I just downloaded it because I have Xbox Game Pass. I'm just download. I just downloaded a uh, Jedi Fallen Order oh, from last year. I never played that. And I'm excited. I Dang. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you how it is. That'll have to be the next minute. <laughs> oh no, that be it. Now, now on to the actual matinee edition. Oh man. Well, you know, I like those. You, you know the you know the like, previews. You know the previews before the before the previews of the movie, where there's sometimes a video game thing. Oh yeah, yeah. that's essentially what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, man. I don't, I don't, I you know, I my video game repertoire is like full of 64 games. I have some Sega games on my iPad now, and I play Ooh. some like you know, I just play old shit, Sega. and I play like the random oddball new game. But I like it. I like you. You're plugged in. Dude, I will say, um, this is sort of actually big news. We, we talk about Star Wars quite a bit. EA mm-hmm. finally lost the license, the exclusivity to the Star Wars license. Oh, dang. So now it's open. Essentially, Star Wars, like if anybody can pitch something to Lucasfilm and get the, get the good to go from yeah. Disney. So Fair like enough. immediately Ubisoft, who develops Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs, was like, we'll make a Star Wars game with the Assassin's Creed team. Fair enough, man. I feel and like, that already uh, got greenlit. Did you, how long has Ubisoft been around? You figured they were in the, they were developing Ooh. like computer games and shit too, right? Yeah, I want to say I, I want to say at least like late eighties. Because I want to I want to like my dad used to play like compute like games on his computer all the time. Things like this, like there's this old game series called Wing Commander, which was like a space like yeah yeah, yeah game yeah yeah. And he also played like some Star Wars games on on there. And I'm pretty sure I remember seeing like the uh, Ubisoft like, uh, yeah. Anyway. I remember when I bet people have been champing at the bit to get back at that property. So Lucasfilm, another fun thing, because it wasn't, EA just didn't have the exclusivity for just Star Wars. They had it for any Lucasfilm property. Okay. So immediately Bethesda, the, the guys that run Doom and uh, the Fallout series, mm. announced that they're doing an Indiana Jones game, yeah, which is I pretty fucking that. sweet. That'll be pretty fucking sick. Uh, I also heard that uh, there's a, a potential like another Knights of the Old Republic being developed. I saw that too. It was yeah. sort of, it was sort of like not concrete, but that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Even if it's just like a remaster, for sure. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, I kind of remember. Uh, I feel like I've heard that rumor for, for a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's a game <laughs> that like it was getting. Exp- it's still getting regular expansions. It's like 17 years old at this point has a super devoted player base yeah it's it's beloved by the players yeah it's one of those things like it falls in that category of like mid-2000s big big deal games like wow originally was wow wow <laughs> world of warcraft for those that don't speak uh gomer <laughs> the, but no that's super exciting and i'm really excited to see what star wars like it's one it, it's a big universe it, oh, yeah. you can see really cool shit while EA had it, all they did was Fort was a Jedi Fallen Order, two Battlefront games, and Rogue Squadron, which is just an absolute waste. Like Rogue's like Rogue Squadron was good. I played that one. Yeah. That was that was a blast to play through. But like bat, fucking Battlefront, just two of them and one story game? Like that's it. Yeah. That's, that's nothing. A- they had it for like eight years. Yeah, bit of a bit of a wasted opportunity. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh well. Let's get into the actual news. Fair enough, man. Uh, oh yeah, right off the bat, big big thing I was just reading about, and you brought it up also. Oh, okay. uh, we finally found. It seems like there's there's finally been a role 
for Keanu Reeves that's finally been carved out of the Mar- the Marvel universe. Or the Sigaverse, the Venomverse. The Venomverse. Or if you as, will. actually, I think I had an article pulled up that referenced it. What was it called? It had a really douchey name and I wanted to mention it. The Worlds uh, of Sony Marvel Universe? No, it's called the Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel Characters. What? <laughs> what's the what's the acronym? you <laughs> Some some sumk. <laughs> oh god s-u-m-k or s-u-m-c excuse me but oh god sony pictures universe of marvel characters has offered keanu reeves the immortal keanu reeves the role of craven the hunter which is great right it's fucking awesome that's a great casting totally that is like i doubt it'll ever happen just like their fucking mother web or and so oh, yeah madam web or whatever yeah M- madam web yeah well, like, Madam Web's such a random fucking oddball character. But, I know, but, it doesn't but, make any but, sense. You know, Silk it, makes more sense. And Craven. The thing is, like, I don't imagine, including, like, this, you know, Venom 2 and uh, the obviously the, like, Morbius coming up. I don't yeah, think yeah. that those are going to be, like, exceptional movies. No. I think, I think they're going to be perfectly mediocre in what they try to do. But I'm wondering if what Sony's trying to do is basically, like, you know, well, I mean, it is like obviously what they're trying to do. They're trying to do like, like the, the care, like the bat, you know, they're the auxiliary characters to Spider-Man. And I think it is kind of an interesting idea, like yeah. doing like, you know, kind of creating these portraits of these characters themselves and with that all have this central, you know, figure in common. Yeah. But uh, then you have to eventually hit a point where they cross over. Right. Or what's the point? I mean, I mean, and that's the thing like it maybe it's like it's such a gamble because you're really having to like assume that like comic book nerds are really going to turn out for these characters you know what i mean yeah like in terms of an audience and that's that's kind of tough it worked for venom but venom was huge internationally well venom yeah venom arguably like rivals the popular jk okay jay i was about to say argues the i feel like venom venom's on the same level as like the green goblin venom it's a very notable spider-man villain well, Ven- okay, Venom is like one of the, one of the most popular comic book characters. Like that, like, that that's just straight up. Yeah, like, I guarantee that. Like, or even to somebody that's not familiar with comics, but like I guarantee people that watch the Morbius trailer couldn't exactly. Like, if the Marvel tag wasn't there at the beginning, who the fuck would know that it was a Marvel yeah. project? They'd just be like, "Isn't is this the the guy that Blade's fighting?" <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. It seems, <laughs> well, it seems like like you'd expect it to show up in like fucking Spawn or some shit. Yeah. But like, if you do characters like Craven with right, you could totally pull off a really fun adventure movie because Craven's Ooh. like whole character is centered around like a dude who hunts big game, and the re- and, and so like if you kind of if you try to tell perhaps like an origin esque story of that character, it could be like a fun movie just in general. You know what I would you know what I would want to see with Keanu as Craven? Like you got to pick it up like. Sort of, sort of like John Wick. You got to pick it up deep into the career, you know. Like well, he's been yeah, working no... for a, he's been working for a while. Maybe flashback to some moment, mm-hmm. and like in the flashback, he's been like a plane crash or some shit, and he's hunting in the forest, and then he's got like the the Craven outfit. Yeah, but don't let him run with that for the whole movie. It would look like fucking garbage. Yeah, it wouldn't look great. But that that and that's the thing. That's what I mean. Like that's that's why it's such a gamble. These Sony movies because it's like you have to create a convincing enough 
version of this character for the people that actually the, the people that will want to see you know that on screen and that's just it's such a gamble to me because even though like it would be cool if i don't think it's going to be popular but i i yeah. you know i wonder if keanu was interested in it for there's been long term long time for long what am i trying to say for a long time there like keanu reeves has like mentioned that he has thought about being a part of like a you know uh yeah. marvel franchise you know not, you know marvel movie yeah but he he also him and feige i think are in agreement that it's kind of past so maybe that would be i think kind of, yeah kind of i think a factor here now i'm thinking of it though it's with after this week's episode of wandavision it could be fair game you know even even movies from or characters from the sony verse i'm just going to keep calling it that yeah um it it would be it might be fair game but we'll talk about wandavision in a moment yeah but should we do brief Super Bowl stuff? Brief Super Bowl stuff because most of the there time, wasn't much. We, we, yeah, the, like there's been better years for sure. No, but the, the the standouts were for sure the Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer, which we'll talk about in a second. Sick. But uh, there's also a really cool uh, M Night Shyamalan movie coming up called Old that looks kind of creepy. I've not watched the trailer. It look it has the same it has the the actor that was in Hereditary. He was the kid. Did you ever see that movie? Yeah, yeah. So he was the kid that got possessed, right? Okay. Like he's in this movie, and he like that 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 guy can be. I think he's he's gonna carve out a, a place for himself in like thriller and horror movies. But uh, I don't know. It looked kind of it looked kind of creepy, looks sinister. But it just reminded me that I also wanted to shout out this show I've been watching on Apple TV uh, called Servant, which is you know an M Night Shyamalan show, and I've been realizing as we've watched it, like he really like needed to do that like he just needed to make yeah. a series like uh his movies sometimes i i feel like his the, the his full train of thought was never able to be completed through his movies yeah i mean the, like was, like it was always about building tension having a big twist exactly and I, so it, i feel like that works more in a series yeah exactly because he's able to give little little bits of that in every episode and the, the series itself servant is really fucking good it's it's creepy as fuck and you don't know what's going on like half the time yeah uh rupert grints in it so that that was kind <laughs> Always of a plus, plus for ron weasley yeah yeah it was cool to see it's cool to see him in other stuff like and uh it's like you never see him yeah but it's it's really sinister and there's some like cre- creepy body horror stuff that happens in it so if you, get, if you get cr- it, it might get cringy at parts but suggest oh. checking it out if you buy an apple product you probably get that year of free uh, yeah, that is true apple tv also which is probably why their numbers look so great <laughs> yeah fair enough um but, i uh, actually need to watch i need to reset up my apple tv because i want to watch ted lasso but save that oh, for another shit. day yeah i saw that on there i need to check that out i've heard uh, but, it's great it got a bunch of show like tv show of the year nominations for 2020 nice but um yeah, so in a in a Shyamalan twist it looks like he has some good stuff coming yeah everybody. but uh how about uh Fanine ooh Fanine Fanine had a little teaser a little That's furious a, nine a little squeezer teaser there you saw, uh, you saw a frame of John Cena it was only 30 seconds and the bulk of it was taken up by what looked like a giant magnet pulling a car through a building yeah that was that was a bit nuts but from things we've seen in other trailers for that movie, it, it's pretty on 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 course for what we what we expect. Some could argue it's a bit tame. <laughs> I can't, I can't wait 
to see that movie and see how fucking overboard they go with it. It looks big and it looks so dumb. Like, <laughs> which is what you're going for. We've been family for this whole time, and family's still the most important thing. But if you can go fast enough, nothing else matters. I love that, <laughs> I love that Helen Mirren's like down with Fast and Furious. Well, yeah, dude. In a I bunch of cool in a too. bunch of interviews, she's like. I love dumb action movies and I'd been trying to find a f- action franchise that I could be a part of for a long time. And eventually fast and furious started sticking out as an example of great action filmmaking. Fair enough from, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I think it's cool that she's in, involved too. I, uh, it kind of, it, it kind of gives, I don't know. I, I like I like the wide array that their ensemble covers. Like it, they just have like a ra- a really great like cast of personalities that hell yeah really bleed into those characters. So it's, it's dude, pretty- I still I still have fun. One fundamental criticism, specifically with Hobbs and Shaw, it mm-hmm. should have been it should not have been Hobbs and Shaw. It should have been Hobbs and Roman. Oh shit, that yeah, would be a sure. much more fun dynamic. Come on. Yeah, but nobody you wants see to Roman make- sc- Roman go yeah at some point, and you're set. <laughs> and you're, you're good to get up. that's the money that's the, that's all he does i know he, he he crashes a car and at some point he's drifting and going yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out to Every, tyrese <laughs> tyrese my boy tyrese gibson oh, tyrese gibson if you're listening loved you in fast and furious and transformers and i can't really <laughs> put my finger on anything else what else have you done son <laughs> i don't know uh anyway so there was that Fal- teaser falcon the winter soldier though falcon of the winter soldier mcu shill let's just be let's just be honest that was I the love, highlight the standout of the i love of the that thing. they're in like a couple's therapy oh yeah man they're really like they really brought up that dynamic in this in this trailer about like how they just don't get along it's because they're the same type of well not the same type but they're very stubborn personalities yeah it's like lethal weapon man that's totally the vibe i'm getting you know like lethal weapon rush hour it's like for sure for sure these guys just button heads but getting shit done falcons falcons not old enough to say i'm getting too old for this shit though if he does i would thoroughly appreciate it though for sure uh but yeah, like this, I mean, it looks like, God, dude, I keep thinking about Feige saying that it's like, a, you know, a, basically just a movie broken down into six episodes. And every time yeah. I see something from it, it, it looks, looks like good. That, it looks cinematic. And like, yeah. it looks uh, like they've been um, like refining it too, since we saw the last big teaser from Falcon sure. Winter Soldier, because there are a few repeat shots mm. that look better. So I, I, I uh, you see a little more of like, well, you hear a little more of Baron Zemo in this and kind of like yeah. the intent that he might have. And I'm wondering, I like, I still am not, I'm not sure. I think there's like going to be the, multiple villains. That's why I keep like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not convinced that he's like the main villain, but I've, do, I feel like, do you see in the synopsis, they finally mentioned us agent. Interesting. I'm, I yeah. can't wait to see like, they what, said, it said, it said, Bucky and Sam like duke it out with Baron Zemo and the U.S. agent. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I wonder if Zemo has the U.S. agent under mind control. Who fuck knows it? That'd be wild. The U.S. agent's being played by Kurt Russell's son, Wyatt Russell. Oh, dang! Respect your dad's so cool. your dad. Your dad's cool. He falls into the Scott Eastwood <laughs> category of <laughs> mediocre actors, but Big who knows? Physical. <laughs> I thought Robert Downey Jr. was mediocre before Iron Man, but uh, I was also I was also nine years old. 
The wait, have you ever seen Chaplin though? No. Oh my god, dude! His performance as Charlie Chaplin is fucking. He was is, Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, it's legendary, man. That's oh, I have to watch yeah, yeah. it. But um, I there's like little details in this. I really do think that they're going in the direction of the U.S. government doesn't want a black man to be Captain America. And they enough, might man. be dealing with like some racial racist like white supremacists at some point Ooh. because there is a shot supposedly i didn't verify it but i saw somebody talking about a shot where like bucky's punching somebody and everyone around him and sam are wearing monkey masks and i was just like Whoa. that's that's like i do think that they're going to be delving into like like american identity in oh, some form sure. And I think that's great because especially because because if you're paying any uh, respect to Sam Wilson's run as Captain America in the comics, oh, like and how powerful all that. that was, it's all about that. And that wouldn't be like you he know, gives like, he gives up the shield at one point to Bucky, I think, because of all the racism, and he just he's struggling to deal with it. Yeah, and so you know, I think it's a I think it's a pivotal thing that they can tackle, and I think it's it's a really uh, it'd be a really good avenue to. Yeah, bring some of that it's up. approachable. Exactly. I think. Exactly. And there's something to be said. Like, you can make an argument for like the Marvel movies not being super deep or having compelling themes. You know, beyond like beat the bad guy. My ideology is better than yours. I feel. But, like, I feel like the the individual movies. Like, yeah. Like the movies about singular characters, or like you know, not, not not I guess not the ensemble movies, not the Avengers movies necessarily. Yeah. But the when, other, when it gets bigger, the themes get bigger as well. Yeah, but anyway. But like action movies can sometimes be relatively superficial, and uh, but they are really approachable ways to digest complex yeah, themes for sure for a wide audience. So I'm 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 intrigued on where this will go. Like yeah. we're getting a comic accurate Zemo, which is fucking sick, and I'm excited that for that. Is. And supposedly this might also I was reading this before, but there's this like little snippet that people caught of like a flag that was that like an emblem that was shown that kind of leads to people speculating more connectivity to like X-Men and the overall MCU. Yeah. Uh, because they like people have spied the flag of this like fictional country called a uh, Madripoor in, in the Marvel comics, which is like hmm. a uh, huge, like mutant, Haven Haven kind of place. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, uh, and, and and it's interesting because I imagine we're getting some X-Men connectivity based on what we saw recently. So can we, can we just, we should, this episode was fucking wild. Yeah. So that's, that was my cool transition of the episode. So (laughs) (laughs) segue. Can we, I want to touch on some of the smaller things first. Her kids are rapidly aging. Obviously. Yeah. That was crazy. crazy. That was crazy. Agnes doesn't seem to be a f- be affected by anything going on. Like yeah. I, at this point, to me, she doesn't she doesn't react to the kids aging. For instance, yeah. she just I, Agnes is definitely pulling the strings. But people, I've been seeing the theory that Ralph, her husband, that's yet to be seen, is Mephisto potentially. Yeah. What Which else? Be what, sweet. Else, what else is that like really? Um, out this. Uh, Monica Rambeau gets an X ray, mm-hmm. and it's all light, which definitely ties into her powers as photon in the comics hell yeah which also lends to my theory that the people that got snapped away are coming back with powers and that could be that could sort of shotgun mutants into the population i believe yeah i mean i think it has it's got to have something like something like that's got to be going on because 
there's I, I directly think that like from that incident of her interacting with Wanda in that way, she is developing her powers now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that so when we'll probably see that further down the road in Captain Marvel too. Yeah. Or, whatever. or maybe she's an inhuman. The uh <laughs> but or maybe, just maybe. <laughs> um another thing to note the the sequence where Wanda leaves the dome or the, the hex as they're calling oh, it for man. the first time. That number one, fucking tense. Yes. And I also I also realized that's the first action we've had in WandaVision. Yeah. There's been no action sequences. And that was bare that was just tension. Nothing actually happened. Yeah. But it was just a very tense scene that bordered on there being some kind of action. Yeah. That was fucking wild, man. Uh because it it was. It was just like you just realize in that one scene the depth to which she has committed to her current path you know what did I mean? you notice her accent came back oh yeah and i think i think that's purposeful because like Definitely. i think one she caught shit for like they caught the mcu in general caught shit for like her accent going away and so yeah. they tried to find a way to come bring it back in and i think like maybe like awakening the idea of her brother and then like you, you know like all this stuff i think is kind of like okay maybe she's getting back into her original self you know yeah like, you and know. meanwhile vision's putting it all together yeah, Vision's putting it all together. And but she's not making it out of this alive, right? Come on. Who, Wanda? Vision. Oh, Vision. Vision? He's going no. to die. I mean, arguably, Vision's still dead. <laughs> yeah, he's just a walking corpse. Like, because because you find out at the beginning of this episode, she breaks in to S.W.O.R.D. Oh, yeah. and steals his corpse. And so, uh, or body? I mean, just robotic body? Is it a corpse? I, think, I would call it a corpse. He was a living thing, right? We'll give him the credit, the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> no, give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, Which but, I want to say, props to Paul Bettany. He acted up a fucking storm in that episode. I so check this. I was just rewatching Infinity War, right? Mm-hmm. And I like the scene. You know, the whole tense scene where Wanda blast visions. You know, Mind Stone. Uh, I can remember. I was watching it. and I kept thinking, like, a testament to Paul Bettany is that. I did not give a shit about Vision in that scene when I first watched that movie. Yeah. I was just like, whatever, dude, Vision's going to die. <laughs> we all knew it was coming. But like now I was like, oh, shit, Vision. <laughs> I, I mean, it's... it's Dino's character, like, be more interactive. Yeah. The scene where he's like yelling at Wanda about like how he doesn't know who the f- who he is. It's Yeah. I was like, shit, man. Like, this is... This, like, he's going for it. Good on yeah, him. dude. Well, yeah. It's uh, so anyway. I just thought that was cool, but yeah. We have we have a few minutes left, so we got to we got to keep going. The big thing, Quicksilver is alive, but it's yes. the wrong Quicksilver. It's the one from X Men. Yeah. It's, um. It's uh Evan uh, Evan Peters. Evan Peters. Yeah. That so, was fucking nuts. <laughs> that was that was pretty man. sure that's the most surprised I've ever been watching a TV show. There. Yeah. I I so I like I read that Elizabeth. Olsen said something about like a, you know, a Luke Skywalker esque big reveal in, in an episode of WandaVision. And yeah. so I was like, you know, I, I had something like I was expecting something. I saw Evan Peters name in there, but I kept wondering how they were going to introduce him. And I was like, and I, Wait, I you thought, saw his name before. Yeah. His name was on the cast listing. Oh, I hadn't seen it. Yeah. And, uh, and so like, I was wondering if there's going to be like some sort of like passing cameo or what, but it looks like they're going to be making him saying. some sort of like, you know, you know, Care, like reoccurring character probably yeah. why waste the talent and all that but. so here's what i think they did i think they plucked i think wanda wasn't able to resurrect her brother but mm. rather just plucked a quicksilver out of some other random reality 
exactly man yeah. like they they talk about that right like they talk about like why can't you just bring him back mom like like why can't you resurrect the dog real quick and uh and she you know can't or doesn't or whatever and so th- yeah. that that's exactly it. i think i think she's basically okay so it ties into the hex thing so they call it they're calling her her you know area hex which fits into the type of shape that they use to travel in those like uh through hype like their hyperspace type of you know jump point system in yeah yeah in the galaxy right that transmits you through like different dimensional points to get to where you need to go i think that's what she's created but in terms of like an interdimensional like inter- yeah. potentially like time fucking like uh, almost like the hex. mirror dimension from right. uh from dr strange yeah but it like but that's that's why i think the hex shape is there is it's like literally like a reference to those jump points that people use for space travel yeah and i well, think that's that like yeah dude i think that t- like you're right though people she- people have been i saw somebody mapped out every time the hexagon shows up in a wandavision episode and notably there were a bunch in the sword uh the the head of swords office oh interesting so like that's actually i was going to ask a question about him how uh, what do you think his deal is the is he sword? just the yeah yeah the 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 dude that wanted to point all the guns at i don't know man i, th- I, I think I, he I, might he's either like the perfect idiot you know, just to just to be antagonistic and mm. derail the audience until there's the actual reveal of who's bad, or he is actually the villain. I lean towards the former. I I honestly don't know. Like I've kind of up until now, I've just kind of been writing him off as like this, like you know, just auxiliary character. Yeah, who's just like you know there to be that like guy that like barks orders and then looks at something dumb and sort of a jackass, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah but I, like, I, they even, I, guess they I don't even, know, man. They even sort of touch question. on that with like, with um oh fucking um oh uh, Ant Man guy. Why am I forgetting his name? Scott, are you talking about Scott? Oh, Jimmy Woo. Yeah, Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Woo. Um, Jimmy Woo. Yeah, Jimmy Woo. He he brings up like oh that's an oversimplification of things. Yeah. When it, when it has yeah. to do with Wanda, and he but he's just jumping to it. It very much reminds me of like General Ross, you know? Yeah. Like just the the bureaucratic asshole that is just fight just doesn't know how to break away from the system and takes everything at face value, you know? Yeah, exactly. I I, I really yeah I don't know. I'll have I'll have to like pay attention to this character maybe a little bit. Or maybe there'll, there'll be something coming up. You know? So here's my another another uh, thought. You know what? Where are they going with Pietro after WandaVision? Do you think he's going to stick around after the end of the show? Is he going to become a part of uh, Evan? Evan Peters Quicksilver is going to become a part of the MCU proper, or is he going to like right. go back into the ether? I'll tell you what, man. If they're smart, they'll try and 